This episode of Landmine Radio is sponsored by Dittman Research. Do you know what the most valuable thing in the world is? High-quality information. Because high-quality information informs much better decision-making. Dittman Research has been providing high-quality information to Alaska's leading businesses, organizations, and campaigns for 50 years. Do you really know what Alaskans think about your company or your issue? How about your clients, your shareholders, or your employees? So stop fumbling around in the dark. Hire Dittman Research and find out what's really going on. DittmanResearch.com folks back here with my good buddy Paxson Welber. What's up mate? How's it going? We ha- we have a fucking story to tell, don't we? We do. It's been the most insane last week like in like recent I, memory in in local politics. I honestly feel like I'm coming off like a like a week long like coke bender where I really <laughs> I really don't have like much memory. I'm it's like a blur and I'm like what happened? Did something happen? Uh yeah, I mean people have called this Alaska's this last week Alaska's version of Tiger King. Or um, I, you know, I, Alaska's version of Twin Peaks. I heard um, I heard a cross between uh, Parks and Rec and Tiger King. Or <laughs> Parks and Rec meets Tiger King. Do, do you want to explain what actually happened? Okay, so I, I want to talk about our mayor, Ethan Berkowitz of Anchorage, Alaska, resigned. The largest city in Anchorage, Alaska, resigned um, last week, effective Friday the 23rd at 6 p.m. Now, to understand this, He's at the end of his ter- second term, which we have two terms here in Anchorage. To understand this, we're going to break it down, but we have to talk about some of the characters involved. And it's a weird set of characters, isn't it? That is absolutely an understatement. So we have a rogue reporter from an ABC Fox affiliate that is not very much, not very watched by people. We have a lady who runs a booze-infused cookie business. <laughs> We have a former escort, kind of now OnlyFans model. Mm-hmm. Redhead Ray. Redhead Ray. We have a lady who operates kind of a sex dungeon, sex BDSM club. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot more, I mean, we have a lot more characters. Yeah. But those are the kind of main players. Yeah. And the, the, and the, setting, sex, the, the setting for a lot of this is, uh, you know, Kreiner's Diner, which is this hugely controversial um, and, and an a Anchorage di- landmark and a diner. Yeah, you're right. And we left him out a diner guy, a guy who runs a diner, who's kind of the mecca of of this group who who vastly opposes Ethan Berkowitz and his COVID kind of mandates. Yeah, who's consequently related to one of the other players. The sex dungeon BDSM lady isn't a main player, but she is a weird aside, and somehow kind of involved in all of this. Mm-hmm. So let's take it back to Friday, last Friday. Uh, I'm, I'm minding my business. I'm waking up. I, I, you know, I start getting texts and calls and messages about, about a weird Facebook video from Maria Athens, who's a reporter from Fox ABC, which is, which is, you know, a station that not a lot of folks watch, but she is a reporter and, you know, she is kind of known and she posts this video accusing mayor Ethan Berkowitz of posting, I guess a, a nude picture of himself to an underage girl's website, which when I first heard, I said, what, what is that? Like a Hannah Montana? Yeah, it was really weirdly phrased. I mean, what, and and it said that a nude photo had been posted to an underage girl's website, but it didn't say that it had been posted by Ethan. I mean, it was just a very strange. Let, let me play. Let me play. let me play the audio. This is a video she posted on Facebook, Maria Athens, on last Friday, well, the Friday, what, what, not last Friday, it was Friday the, so it turned around. At this point, it was the ninth. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, just yeah, over, ninth. just over a week ago. Yeah, so I'm gonna play her 
audio of her video that got this whole thing started. There we go. Hello there, Maria Athens from Fox ABC CW News at National Alaska. Breaking news, according to reliable sources, Anchorage Mayor Ethan Berkowitz has his male genitalia posted on an underage girl's website. Coming up tonight, Fox 4 News at 9, ABC News at 10, CW News at 1230, and Newsnet National for sure will cover this. You heard it here first. Thank you. It's kind of weird because, like, she's in a studio, but it's like a iPhone video, and, and it doesn't even cut off at the right time. And So this starts going around in Anchorage, and people texting me and calling me, and, I mean, thinking it's real, some, you know, and a lot of folks I thought, you know, came to Ethan's defense and said, this is crazy. This is fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the initial reaction to this video, um, she's making a statement of fact, she obviously didn't provide any evidence, um, that her statements were true, but the reaction to her video was completely broken down on partisan lines. So, um, and I, I would say it was kind of maybe a slightly unhealthy reaction on both sides. So a, a lot of people on the left, um, we're saying, look, I know Ethan. He's a great guy. He has a great family. He's really smart. Um, he's and, a wonderful and, and, person. So there's no way this could be true. And he does have that rep- he was reputation. He was supposed Absolutely. to get the Shining Star Award from the congregation. Beth the, Shalom. Yeah, shi- shining Lights, yeah. Shining Lights, sorry. So he's, look, look, he, I still have, you know, the, the kid stuff, let's just be clear. Like, that's totally unproven. But well, but we all thought, like, wow, this is nuts. Like, this, this woman's saying crazy shit. Well, but I think it's also fair to say, look, he could be a wonderful guy, but wonderful people um, are still capable of, you know, potentially really An- awful things. Anthony, so, Anthony Weiner. So, so I think saying there's no way this could be true because Ethan is such a great guy, you know, I'm not sure that that's actually the healthiest uh, reaction. On the other uh, side, you had a lot of um, conservatives uh, you know, flooding Facebook, calling Ethan Berkowitz a, a pedophile with absolutely no evidence. And that's well, and, and many, obviously many, very, very un- unhealthy. Many hoping it was true because because we're going to go into this later on, on the whole reason why he's so disliked by a certain group of people that, that consequently weirdly involves Maria Athens. So. So, OK, so so this happens. And then and then later, not very long after Ethan releases a statement that says, you know, categorically deny these, these slanderous accusations and appears to be coming from somebody who's hostile and unwell. So mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, like he's probably going to sue everybody and own a, own a TV station. But then she posts this weird photo of like a guy's back with like the, the on her official, you know, page, Facebook page, proof, followed up by a, 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 a more enhanced version of that same picture of a guy standing up and it's like a guy's backside and ass with some strange caption about her, like, you know, his wife and this and. And it's like it kind of looks. It kind of looked like him. I mean, it looked like him, but no one knows because it was a picture of someone's backside and like back back of their head. Mm-hmm. And Kale, um, our uh, uh, you know Kale Green on on the landmine team brought up the good point that um, you know in this day and age you can uh, this is that we're living in the age of Photoshop and deep fakes on videos and um, it's really hard to know what to make of one piece of media even if his face had been on that it it would be really hard to know what to make of mm-hmm. it. Um, the, the person in the picture did kind of look like Ethan, but I mean, the, the, well, no was way it, to know. Again, it was not a face. It was a back, yeah. back of the head, back of the body, back yeah. the ass. So, okay. So, you know, at that point I'm kind of like, well, yeah, like something's off here, but this is weird. And then I see a face from a Facebook page from Bob Lester from K-Will that says that Marie has been arrested. And I'm like, wait, what? So, so it comes to, you know, we later find out that she was, arre- Scott Centers, who's the head of, 
Coastal Television, which which owns ABC Fox Alaska. Now they're they're purportedly in some kind of Marie Athens is in some kind of relationship with Scott Centers, the head of the station. Now she, I, I guess, attacked him because I'm sure he was like, "How did you fucking post that video? Like, are you insane? What is wrong with you?" She attacks him. Police get called. Then, according to sources and APD, she attacks the the cop. She goes, she's erratic. I mean, you see in the video, it's a, you called it a breathless video, which is a good, yeah. good term. So, so then Maria goes to jail, is arrested on Friday night or Friday afternoon. So at that point to me, like my, my conclusion then was what a, what a weird, wild ending to a fucking weird, wild day. Yeah. I mean, it kind of just looked like a reporter was self-immolating on Facebook. Um, obviously didn't provide any evidence, had been arrested. I mean, it looked like that might actually be the end of it. Somebody just had a very strange um, you know, breakdown on uh, social in, in the age of social media, and that might be the end of it. That's what I thought. I thought, okay, fuck, that's weird. Ethan's going to own some TV station. Now, so Saturday comes around, and I start getting messages from folks, from, from people, saying, check this out. And there's a, there's a Twitter thread from an at angel BBX2, goes by Redhead Ray, who provides a whole bunch of fucking insight into this whole thing which is going to take us back to the booze cookie lady. Now, Redhead Ray says, look, there's something happening in Alaska with Ethan Berkowitz. I'm aware of it. She's in Portland. Used to live in Alaska. Um, I just want to say that my mom is like nuts, and she looks for attention. And she was doing an interview with Maria Athens on Friday about her her, her cookies, her booze cookies. <laughs> okay? And in the course of the interview, um, Maria mentioned her distaste for for Ethan Berkowitz, which we're going to go into later and explain why she doesn't like Ethan, even though she's in the past interviewed him several times and will understand knows Ethan a little better than we originally all thought later. And she says, Maria asked her or just expressed her distaste for Ethan. And then Molly Blakely, the cookie booze cookie lady was like, Oh yeah, my daughter who used to be an escort in Alaska, who was 18 was an escort for Ethan Berkowitz, which triggers Maria, right, to 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 leave what we're going to later show as an unhinged fucking voicemail, which is, you know, out there now. Now, now Redhead Ray says, look, my mom a couple years ago discovered I was an escort, was very upset, obviously asked about it. All I said was my favorite client was a short man who worked for the state of Alaska. I don't know Ethan Berkowitz. I never met Ethan Berkowitz. I have nothing to do with Ethan Berkowitz. My mom's crazy. She looks for attention. And I'm reading these like Twitter thread. It's a long, it's a pretty long Twitter thread with, with very insightful. You know, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, very she's clear. She's pretty clear. Yeah. So I, I slide into her DMs. I'm like, Hey, I'm Jeff. I run this website. I, you know, we cover politics. Can we talk? And she agreed. Um, I interview her on Saturday after Saturday morning. I think late morning, early afternoon, sorry, Sunday, excuse me, Sunday morning, early afternoon, a week ago. And in the course of this, I'm talking to some folks in the Kenai Peninsula where Molly's from the cookie lady, and I, I'm, I'm steered to an episode of Hotel Impossible from like four years ago that has Molly on there uh, from Hooligan's Lodge and Restaurant, where you got to watch that because that provides a whole lot of insight into Molly, but one of the comments from one of the, with the staffers was Molly ruins lives, and Molly is a master manipulator. This is on the Hotel Impossible show. <laughs> but then I also find out that Molly is the, the brother then I, then I figure out half-brother of Andy Kreiner, which piques my interest because 
Paxton, who is Andy Kreiner? Um, yeah, so Andy Kreiner owns and operates Kreiner's Diner. And uh, Andy became uh, basically the figurehead for uh, public opposition to the Berkowitz administration's uh, restrictions on indoor dining due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So the Kreiner family refused to stop uh, indoor dining. And they became kind of these folk anti-heroes, especially among sort of the anti-mask um, conservative crowd. Uh, so they kept their diner open, and uh, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, legislators actually went to show support and and, and and people on the assembly, Anchorage assembly. Yeah, um, they they posted so, pictures eating at Kreiner's when they were supposed to be shut down. Very public, you know, very publicly, kind of. Hey, we were with this guy. Yeah, so this was a huge deal. I mean, this was in all, in all, in all, all in Alaska all, media. This was in August. Know, every every day, the Kreiners were in the media, and um, including this, Landmine. Yeah, yeah, Landmine did a, a video on them. Um, so uh, it did go to uh, um, what? It, I mean, I guess it went to court. And well, there, the, there the was Kreiners lost. Well, I, don't, I don't think it. Well, it did go. So the, the Berkowitz administration said, "Hey, like." This is, a, this is an order. This is a lawful order. You got to stop. And the fines racked up. And eventually, Kreiners capitulated and said, all right, we're not, you know, we can't afford 500 yeah. a day fine, so, 15,000 a day, not yeah. so much. So so basically, the Kreiners waged this extremely public war against the Berkowitz administration and um, and lost. But they developed an enormous amount of kind of grassroots support among the, so, yeah, kind of anti-mask. So I find out from somebody, and then, and then Redhead Ray verifies Kreiners, her uncle, Kreiner's the brother of Molly Blakely, the booze cookie lady, mm-hmm. so who, the, sets, who, who set off Maria Athens on on Friday. And after um, uh, Molly and Maria met at the station, they then went to go get a meal. Where? Where? At, where? 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 At, where? at Kreiner's Diner. Fucking which, Kreiner's Diner. So, <laughs> which so, is Maria Athens, uh, according to Maria, is uh, on her Facebook page, says uh, it's her favorite restaurant in Anchorage. So, so now, now I did this story on Sunday, basically based on the interview with Redhead Ray and other people I've talked to. I said, you know, strange development. Uh, Andy Kreiner now part of, part of the story. Kreiner's Diner now part of the story. Now, originally I reached out to Molly on Facebook and I called Kreiner's Diner. And neither one of them, you know, I couldn't reach either one of them. Afterwards, Kreiner's daughter Lucy emails me and basically threatens litigation. Um, and then Molly responds and threatens, you know, her, my, her lawyers are going to be in touch and sends me a statement that basically says... I had nothing to do with this. I'm not involved. I don't know Maria Athens. We're like, like, hey, nothing's going on here. Except Redhead Ray has voice memos. The, the escort daughter from OnlyFans has voice memos from Molly admitting to everything. Mm-hmm. She was there. She she brought up, she mistakenly, she admits she was a mistake. I, I in my mind, you were his escort, non-sexual, blah, blah. And, and it just kind of starts to go off from there on Sunday. Now, Monday comes around. And, and, oh, and in the voicemail, she also says, don't worry, you know, nobody knows it was us. Yeah, nobody knows it was us because <laughs> what we later learn is there is a side motivation for Molly. And I think we should just say this right now. There, there, there's a whole, like, side here for Molly to not, not get in the media negatively because she wants to preserve a deal with Nestle Tollhouse about the booze cookies. That's actually a pretty major theme here is, like, the Nestle deal. Which is weird. Like, that's a whole other... Let's, we'll get to that. So well, since, since this all blew up, I mean, Molly's been very public in uh, interviews with other media outlets. 
um, really saying, you know, I, I didn't mean to set this reporter off. This was a spun out of control. I didn't mean this. A she, casual, she actually, I made a casual, she, a casual comment. She claims that she made a, yeah, casually mentioned that, uh, you know, that this is the claim. She says she casually mentioned to a Fox reporter that her Fox ABC. Uh, potentially underage daughter had escorted for the mayor, liberal mayor of Anchorage. I mean, that's, that's one of the most insane things I think, think I've ever heard that that, okay. that that could just be a casual thing that you sprinkle Paxton, into a conversation and don't expect a response to Paxton, here's a casual comment like hey next week I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go to this restaurant do you want to come do you want to join me oh yeah probably not I'm that's busy. a casual fucking hey Paxton <laughs> uh so, somebody I know was involved underage was involved with somebody like you like 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 un- escort shit right like just casually, I mean, it's, casually. It's, it's like casually telling a policeman that you just murdered somebody yeah, like this insane. is not in it's the insane. realm of casual uh comments but she's clearly uh since this whole thing is blown up um blakely's uh molly blakely the cookie lady, the, the booze, uh, cookie lady. booze cookie lady um is clearly really really trying to backpedal on her involvement here because of the because of the nest because we like we, we what we later learned through the the sex dungeon lady and and the, and the daughter you know redhead ray the 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 nestle deal so now monday comes around and and now now through the whole weekend i was trying to get a hold of the berkowitz i was curious why the mayor berkowitz hadn't said anything like why hasn't he come out and did a press conference and said it's slanderous i'm suing everyone the the berkowitz communications people weren't responding so at that point on sunday i kind of thought like huh like is something else happening here like why is why is it so why are they so silent so monday uh, maria athens reporter is bailing out of jail because she was there for the weekend for, for, you know, tech and centers who she, who she's involved with somehow in a relationship, head of the station and then the cop. Now then, now then Monday afternoon, Ethan Berkowitz mayor comes out with a, with a statement very short saying admitting to a consensual inappropriate texting relationship with reporter Maria Athens, which when I see that, I said, Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Like what? So now it seems pretty clear. The picture was him. The original picture Athens posted. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that, that's actually ever been a hundred percent publicly acknowledged, but I think it's pretty. No, he never said it wasn't. And, yeah, and, and who I sends mean, a weird, like, I mean, I have a policy, like no dick pics. Like I just don't, you know, too dangerous. We're, you know, why would you do that? But if you're going to do it, like you got to go full dick. I mean, you, there's a weird back, like head ass. Jesus, what? <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it. I mean, I, right. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that, that's an aside. I feel like we're but, getting like a little afield here. But so so then it's so then, it's it's an awkward angle. It's a very unusual angle. I mean, you can see it. It's in way. our article. It's it's out there. So so then um so then I'm like, wow, what the fuck? Like, this is bizarre. And then the Anchorage Assembly comes out with their own kind of statement. You know, kind of saying this is like, shouldn't you know, this is horrible and you know, but, you know, bad behavior, blah blah. So at that point, we're still kind of like, I mean, bizarre couple days. But like, yeah. let's, let's, okay, let's now, now I'm starting to work on like, I called you, I said, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a wrap up. I'm going to do like a timeline. Like, l- let me kind of show what the hell happened. Yeah. Over the last three days. Cause it's pretty interesting. Now, now on Friday I heard about, I heard about like a, like a weird voicemail. I was like, I heard, I heard, you know, and million people talked to me on Friday. It was wild because a, of a the, weird voicemail from, from Maria, who, okay. you know, Athens. So, so I heard about it. So then I, I actually asked for it. Um, and I got it and the voicemail, when I got the voicemail, I go, I stopped doing the, the timeline article and I said, holy fuck. Now I'm going to play this. 
by now I'm sure everybody listening has probably heard it, but just in case they haven't, I'm going to play the voicemail from Maria Athens left to inc- Mary, Mayor Ethan Berkowitz on Friday from we think we're pretty sure is Kreiner's Diner. Ethan, it's Maria Athens from Fox ABC CW News Net National Alaska. Uh, I just learned through my uh, Emmy Award winning journalism, you're also a pedophile in like little girls and children. And there's a website. I'm so fucking exposing you. I'm going to get an Emmy. So you either turn yourself in, kill yourself, or do what you need to do. I will personally kill you and Mara Kimmel, my goddamn self, you Jewish piece of living fucking shit. You have met your match, motherfucker. You have met your motherfucking match. I can't believe I am such a good person and thought I loved you. I fucking hate, I don't even hate you. I will pray for your Zionist fucking ass, you piece of shit loser. And I'm putting this on the news tonight. Bye. Have a great Friday, you motherfucker. Have a great Friday, you motherfucker. Damn. So that, I get that, and I said, holy shit. Now, that explains her Friday video accusing him of, you know, underage girl stuff. Mm-hmm. That was left before that her video posted. So I said, okay, we're going to abandon the timeline story. We're going to do a story on this a bombshell. You know, Maria Athens accused, you know, threatens to kill Ethan Berkowitz. I mean, the Zion, you know, the, the, the anti-Semitism and the Zionist comment and the, the murder, you know, I'm going to kill you comment. I mean, a lot, a lot to unpack there. Yeah. And when everybody heard that, we all said, look, I, myself included, I'm not sure if that's just a texting relationship. I thought I loved you. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, I don't, I'm not sure anybody knows the full extent of what happened, except maybe the two of them. So we're still but, thinking, but, um, yeah. I mean, at, it's at, at that point, we're, at that point, we're still thinking like, wow. Now, now, so we do this story. Luckily, our friend Steve, our IT guy, because we moved our server a while back to like a Google cloud. Google cloud. We have our own Google server. I thought we were like good. I thought we had load balancing and all that. Our fucking server basically went down. We had a thousand concurrent sessions. Luckily, Steve was up. We we increased the server by how much? Oh, it's insane. It was a factor of eight, I think. I mean, we had yeah. just insane, insane, insane traffic. I mean, the yeah. video's got a couple hundred thousand views on YouTube, the, the the voicemail. Yeah, I mean, if you look at our analytics, our web analytics for the last month, it almost looks like we were just at zero the entire time yeah, until it was the last week, and then it just went you know, su- insane. Such a peak. So then that happens, and then everybody's like, like it, it starts to really pop the fuck off, like like not even just like, like nationally, like internationally. Mm-hmm. So then at that point, I'm still working on the, I'd already started working on the, t- the, the time, the, you know, the timeline and those defector guys reached out to me, which I, you know, I talked to the defector guys, which they did a great article. Do, do you want to explain what defector media is? So defector media is, um, my understanding is there are a bunch of guys who are used to be with uh, Deadspin, who this is a whole aside, but like, um, Gawker got sued by Hulk Hogan because of the Hulk Hogan sex tape. And, you know, Peter Thiel from PayPal ended up being the guy behind it. Cause they were mad that Gawker outed him as gay and. Anyways, uh, Deadspin kind of got got spun off in this whole drama with Gawker as with with um, uh, private equity, and then some of the guys at, at you know Deadspin were like, "Well, we don't want to be like editorialized by these like money guys," so they formed uh, they formed Defector Media, mm-hmm. which is pretty new. So one of the guys reached out to me and he's like, "What the fuck is happening?" And we do an interview and kind of break it down for him. 
And this is before it got like really, really, really unglued. And their article was, I'd, I'd recommend reading the Defector article on this. Yeah, it's very well written. And it's a, it's a really funny outsider's take on Alaska yeah. too. So, so okay, so, so then Monday, also Monday, I start getting messages from this woman who has other recordings of Molly Blakely, like additional recordings of Molly Blakely admitting to this stuff and talking about this Nestle deal and all this shit and, 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 you know, voice, voice memos and text messages, many of which are trying to discredit and get kind of gaslight redhead Ray, the daughter, her daughter Mm -hmm. as being crazy and suicidal, which is clear. She's trying to preserve the Nestle deal, right? This woman who contacts me, um, Sarah Serbach runs like a kind of a sex dungeon, sex club, EDSM kind of weird. And, you know, she had all this stuff, but then she was like hesitant to go on the record because of her lifestyle. And, you know, she was like Miss International Leather 2013, Miss Alaska Leather 2011 or 2012 and the sex dungeon. It's, it's actually on Wikipedia if uh, it is. you need to verify. And she, she is yeah. totally aside if you're into like Anchorage history at all in the last five years. She was the one that Charlo Green, who's also a reporter who went unhinged to quit on camera and said, fuck it, I quit. She was the one that got into a very public battle with Charlo Green, who was her neighbor five years ago. Which is just fucking weird, actually. It's just a very small town sometimes. So so she sends me all these voice memos, and eventually she, she, she agrees to go on the record because she realizes that Molly, the cookie lady, is trying to kind of gaslight the daughter, Redhead Ray, the escort, about, you know putting information out there about what Molly told Marie Athens and then went to, you know, who went to Kreiner's diner in order to like not fuck up this deal with Nestle. I just, I just said all that, didn't I? I, I'm struggling to make sense of it in my head still. It's, it's pretty weird. So we launch our, I'm working with you. I write it and you know, you, you, you're such a good editor and you're such a good edit, like at person to add color and, 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 and enhance the things. We put out our article pretty early. I think like um, Tuesday morning, early mm-hmm. as shit, like three, two in the morning, three in the morning. Yeah, publish three, it three thirty in the morning. Actually, publish yeah. it. I'm like, I'm like dying. I gotta go to bed. I wake up to just insanity texts. I mean, I don't know about you, but I woke up to like a barrage. Did we even talk about the mayor actually resigning in our timeline? Oh fuck, no, 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 because that was Tuesday. No, that was Tuesday after. That was Tuesday. Yeah. That was Tuesday. The assembly meeting. So it's weird, but we can probably go through that pretty quickly. Basically, he just. So, 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 he, a, so he said on Monday that he was looking looking forward to serving out his term, yeah, and earning back the trust. So, okay, you know, he's at a se- end of his second term; he can't run again. I mean, nobody can make him quit. I, I guess there's probably a process for that to remove. But, but then Tuesday night, there's word that something's going to go down at the assembly meeting, and then he, through his chief of staff, reads a statement that he's he's re- he's re- he's resigning effective the twenty third at six p.m., which brings all this, you know kind of anti-Berkowitz people who were in the room to like a, 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 a massive applause. Mm-hmm. Really, really kind of crazy. Unhi- the meeting from there got very unhinged. Yeah, that was a bizarre assembly meeting. There were people, uh, Dustin Darden was there waving flags and talking about fornication. Another the guy, flag. Another guy was saying that the Anchorage Sister Cities Commission, which Jeff is the chair of and I built the website for, Correct. Um, has made Anchorage, quote, what the world's biggest brothel? He, yeah, he he, I mean, he he actually messaged just, me later and said bizarre. that the, the the sister cities. I mean, this guy's nuts. He, the sister cities commission is running an international sex trafficking ring out of the Ted Stevens International Airport. 
Oh, he did say that, didn't he? He messaged me. Oh, I, I sent you those. T- I yeah, you those. that's right. Yep. So this is like unhinged. So, so, so okay. Now, now the mayor's resigned, but 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 the story is not yet really complete, is it? Man, what are we forgetting? Stuff. <laughs> I think we have to go back to the Open Alaska Save Anchorage. Yeah. Okay. To really understand, so we have the Kriners, we have the Cookie Lady, right? We we have. Berkowitz, we have the reporter, Maria, Athens, mm-hmm. and we have this resignation of the mayor. Yeah. But, but how do we, like, how do we get here? Now, obviously it was a chance meeting between this cookie lady and Maria Athens reporter in a comment about the daughter, the escort that set Maria off. But, but, but there is a little more to that than just what happened there. Would you, would you agree with that? Well, so you, do you, should we just provide some background on sort of the COVID restrictions and opposition to Berkowitz and open. I think we have to, I think we have to. Um, Yeah. So uh, it it actually goes to the assemblies and the mayor's idea to buy, buy buildings for, for the homeless buy the, buy these hotels and buy these buildings. That's where the save Anchorage came from. Yeah. I mean, I think we could basically summarize it by saying that the Berkowitz administration's response to the COVID pandemic um, has been in some ways very typical of responses worldwide. So shutting down in-person dining, shutting down large gatherings, there's nothing especially unique about it, but that he's caught an enormous amount of flack from um, generally from uh, more conservative folks um, and kind of the sort of anti-mask uh, crowd. And um, uh, Berkowitz has become or became um, an extremely polarizing figure and uh, some Facebook groups um, formed and rapidly became very, very large, opposing the COVID restrictions. And those groups... Well, so, and some of this uh, had to do with using the COVID funds to buy a series of buildings to, to deal with homelessness. Buy, buy, yeah. buy this hotel, buy this old, you know, gym club. And that's what really kind of got them going in July. Like, we're not going to use this COVID, federal COVID money to buy these buildings to like house homeless or treat homeless or rehabilitate, which, which really set, that's what set off the one save Anchorage group, which Mm -hmm. originally was a bunch of business people just angry about how the money was going to be spent. And why are we going to, you know, open these homeless, you know, rehabilitation or mental health or housing facilities right in the middle of Anchorage, which is a, you know, it's a valid concern. Yeah. I mean, these, these groups have a pretty diverse user, user base. Um, Like Jeff said, I think, there are some people who are just concerned with, uh, you know, business closures or the fairness of various policies related to COVID. But then there are other people who are very, very kind of unhinged about Berkowitz, kind of calling him all kinds of weird, you know, Lord Farquaad, um, the little tyrant, accusing of, him of really horrible strange things. A lot of, anti, lot of, anti, lot of anti-Semitism. There's some pretty nasty um, kind of anti-Semitism and conspiracy theories uh, about Berkowitz that make their way into those groups. Um, interestingly, I did a search on those groups for the word uh, pedophile, and Berkowitz was uh, actually uh, there's there was a comment before the Maria Athens tape um, dropped where somebody said that Berkowitz uh, looks like a pedophile, and I, I I don't know how much significance to um, give that. I know those those groups are all pretty heavily moderated to try to clean up some of the worst uh, well, there, comments there, in them. There was a guy I knew that was he was a moderator for the Save Anchorage group, and he was actually. He did a post over the summer where he was like begging for additional moderators because it was just so, as he called it, like racist and unhinged. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, some of these groups have, the, it's like 7,000, 8,000 people. I mean, the, the open, I think, I think I can't see the save Anchorage. So maybe I got banned or something, but open Alaska has like 7,000 people in it. And I see like legislators, some, some of the extreme ones and other folks posting in there all the fucking time. Stuff, some, some of this stuff's pretty wild. Yeah. And I, I mean, we should be clear that some of the people in these groups are trying to you know, raise legitimate concerns, but, um, there's a, it's a very broad coalition of people, uh, who've kind of come together in and, these and, groups. and, 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 and Kreiner's has become kind of a Mecca as, as the mm-hmm. defector guy said, a Mecca for the save Anchorage folks. So, and, and, and Maria Athens had gone there and posted, uh, this weird picture of like, uh, Biden likes minors BLM from Kreiner's. Yeah. So this we is have, before all this shit went down. So I think at this point we might want to mention the um, the QAnon conspiracy theory. I talk a little bit now. My understanding is QAnon. I I kind of associate that with the PizzaGate, the Hillary Clinton pizza, the the trafficking and the and the pizza fucking downstairs of the pizza restaurant, right? So I think PizzaGate is kind of considered um, a precursor to the the QAnon movement. For those who don't know, PizzaGate was this. Um, really wild conspiracy theory that Hillary Clinton and other prominent Democrats were involved in a sex, a child sex trafficking ring that uh, used a pizzeria. The basement in, of a pizzeria, right? Yeah. Is it Comet Pizza? Is that right? Um, and uh, kind of the conspiracy theory really took hold and it culminated in a, a guy actually bringing a gun to the pizzeria and firing it. Um, but the QAnon conspiracy theory it revolves around this kind of shady character named Q and it started on 4chan, uh, which is a kind of on, online messaging message board and moved to 8chan. And now it's on something called what, 8, 8 Coon. 8chan some weird shit, by the way. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't go on there, but I've seen some vice videos, vice stories about it. And it's fucking wild. This is like a, a very strange corner of the internet, but the so now, the, now, now some people think now now some people do think Trump is cues this like deep deep state figure, right? Yeah. So let's let's just explain this really quickly. So, um, so this user named uh, who goes by who's generally called Q started doing what are called drops, um, in which um, sort of quasi coded, very cryptic um, information is posted to these message boards and um, the general uh, kind of thrust of these posts or thrust of the uh, um, general kind of idea behind this QAnon conspiracy theory is that there's a global um, cartel of kind of leftist and often um, Jewish globalists who are trafficking, uh, sex trafficking children. Um, Which is like, which is ripe for me. I mean, for them, Mayor Berkowitz is ripe for that kind of theory right for these people for these crazy conspiracy people yeah i mean that and the idea um is that trump was trump was um aided in his election by a group of generals who think that uh so that trump could break up the sex trafficking ring which you know inevitably involves the the rothschild rothschild uh, family and the, the clintons and um, George Soros and other kind of prominent liberal and, and jewish figures so it's always about that they always go back to George Soros yeah, he's, he's a favorite of the, of the of this group. Yeah, so the the QAnon movement, a lot of people have written about it at this point. It's kind of mainstream to the point that um, 
it's attracted a lot of major media attention. Now, um, some people do think Trump is Q, right? That, that's that's kind of out there. Yeah, so nobody really knows who Q is or if or if Q's identity has changed or if it's multiple people. It'd be it's, amazing if Q is like some guy in his like grandma's like basement who's just like <laughs> probably what it is actually. I mean, it's a very it's it's been called a big tent conspiracy theory because it's constantly evolving and constantly changing and there's a there are a huge number of um, theories about it and ideas. It's it's also been compared to kind of this massive um, massive global puzzle, um, or a religion. It's, it's a very strange kind of constellation of conspiracy theories to bring this back to like, this is wild. We all know about it. It's out there, but a lot of these people, and I, I, I don't want to say save Anchorage, open Alaska is like a Q and on dominated, you know, places, but there is a lot of people on those, on those groups that, that subscribe to this stuff or, are influenced by this kind of shit. So Maria right. Athens um, posted a, this photo of a windshield uh, at Kreiner's Diner um, with this Biden likes miners. BLM. Um, BLM, Biden likes miners. Um, message scrawled on it on the windshield. And I think a lot of ordinary people would think like, you know, what the hell does that mean? But um, if you're kind of seeped in this uh, QAnon or QAnon adjacent thought that... Um, that Democrats are running, prominent Democrats are running this um, child sex trafficking ring. Um, a message like Biden likes minors makes a lot of sense. So, 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 do you think? Here, here's what I think may have happened. I don't think this was like a psyop. I don't think Molly Blakely, the cookie lady, got together with her brother Kreiner through some kind of weird psyop and Maria Athens and Redhead Ray and said like, let's take down the mayor. I don't believe that for a second happened. What I do think happened is Maria was was kind of, I don't want to say radicalized, but influenced by this stuff, going to Kreiner's, well, well, this group, these groups, these people. This she yeah. she turned on Berkowitz probably in August. I mean, I, I saw her giving do an interview with one of these other guys running for mayor, and the opening was, "Why is a conservative state like Alaska have a liberal mayor from San Francisco?" That was in August. Yeah, I, and I'm, in June she was doing interviews with Berkowitz that looked pretty normal. I, I'm not sure that it's fair to necessarily say that Athens is a is a QAnon follower, but the idea that um, not QAnon, but like in, like influenced by some of these crazy yeah, so that's ideas. That's what I'm saying. That she is um, the 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 things that she said in her reporting uh, in, in her video and then in her message to Berkowitz, calling him a Zionist and a sort of Jewish piece of shit, and and these. Completely the voicemail. Completely ba- yeah, the in the Facebook post and the voicemail. These totally baseless accusations of pedophilia. Um, I mean, whether or not that's directly influenced by QAnon, she's hitting on the exact same themes that right. the QAnon it's, conspiracy yes. people promote. It's that yeah, it's that exact you know, this it's in the, line with that exact the, stuff. The, the Zionist pedophilia I mean, it's it's just kind of it's it's something that's in the water right now, um, and it's it's very strange. So, it's, so, it's so, pretty disturbing, but so yeah. so uh, so I think my you know my theory on this whole thing is, is what happened is this chance encounter with Molly Blakely from the cook the booze cookie business, and the comment about the daughter who she's you know a, thinks or whatever, and, and who knows what her I mean. There's pictures of, of Molly and, and Andy Kreiner on Facebook way before this happened, like together, like my brother, you know, the brother sister, half brother, half sister. So. Who, who knows, like, what like what level, if any, that was involved. But, like, Molly sets off Maria, because Maria mentions the Berkowitz, or disdain for Berkowitz. Molly makes a comment, which, which in Maria's mind, probably, like, like it all comes together. He's into young girls, right? 
Yeah, you know, wealthy, powerful Jewish guy into pedophilia. You know, it fits the narrative. Who she happened to be having some sexting or texting relationship with, which, like, the only two people in this whole city, right, that could have met, right, to 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 say to say this thing, to set Marie off. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. it happened very weirdly last Friday on the on the ninth, and it's just yeah. it's just so fucked up. And then it, it cascades to like. The redhead Ray, and she comes on Twitter. And if she wouldn't have gone on, tw- I got to give her some, some credit. If she would not have come on Twitter, if she would not have come out and like told the truth about this, I don't think. I think we all we all would have been sitting here right now, just very puzzled. Yeah, because at least we at least I mean, we know I'm, what I'm happened. Still, I'm still pretty puzzled. We're all puzzled, but like at least we know we we have the series of yeah. you know events and like the Nestle. I'd love to know what the Nestle people are doing right now. Yeah, because because tomorrow. Monday, the ninth. This is the eighteenth. Tomorrow, this weird LA LAE mag, LA Entrepreneurs Magazine comes out, where Molly's on the cover, looking pretty crazy, and and uh, with the byline "Changing the world one cookie at a time." <laughs> That's absolutely accurate. That comes out tomorrow. Wait, how did you get that cover? Oh, it's did all over the internet. I mean, oh. no, I, I just googled her and I oh, found wow. it, and then people people were like sending it to me, and I, I put it on Twitter and. No, it's, 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 you can't make this shit up changing the world one cookie at a time. So, so, and then I think we talked about earlier the, 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 uh, hotel impossible episode, which, I mean, there's a pattern here with Molly and then funny enough, her dad, which the defector guys pointed out, I knew he was on the, the, um, Kenai Peninsula Borough Assembly, but he introduced, uh, it's just totally a weird aside. He introduced a kind of a second amendment sanctuary resolution in June. This is Molly's dad, the escort, OnlyFans grandpa. He's on the Kenai Peninsula Borough Assembly. Introduced like a Second Amendment sanctuary resolution for the Kenai Peninsula Borough. Ostensibly to deal with the Antifa. Mm-hmm. Just a weird, it's a weird aside. All, all the Antifa on the, on so the Kenai the, Peninsula. So, so, so to, to recap, a chance meeting with this reporter and this cookie lady culminated in her going apeshit, the reporter on Ethan, you know, and, and the next day, the daughter, Redhead Ray, the escort, former escort, or maybe current escort, OnlyFans model, telling the truth, me doing an interview, finding the Andy Kreiner connection, Ethan Monday admitting to um, a sexting, kind of texting relationship, leading to the voicemail um, disclosure, which led to the crazy, wild, wildness of the story, which leads to Ethan Tuesday resigning, um, you know, fuck, man. <laughs> I know. It's just so insane. I mean, like, if it's a Parks and Rec meets Tiger King, right? Oh, yeah. I think it was um, uh, Defector Media. They said something like, we need two people here writing this article just because it's, it's too much for one person to hold in their mind at one time. And this is what I want to talk about a little more, like, the media coverage of this, like, Landmine was started almost to the day three years ago, me and you mm-hmm. in a coffee shop. Yeah, and Kale, yeah. Well, but, and Kale, but me and yeah. you in the coffee shop yeah, yeah, yeah. found the name. But me and you and Kale started this thing three years ago, and we're doing what we're doing. We're having a good time with it. And, and we're just like three guys and, and Allison now and some other, a lot of partners. I mean, it's grown to have a lot more people, but we're just like a conglomerate of people. Kind of, kind of it's pretty cool people who, who, who tell stories and write about things. Now, the Anchorage Daily News is the paper of record here in in, um, in Anchorage and really in Alaska. And, you know, they've done a, great, a lot of great, we partner with them. I got nothing bad to say about them. On this story, they really kind of screwed the pooch, huh? 
Uh, you could argue. I mean, they covered it in a certain way. That's ve- that's a very journalistically responsible. I think. Is it the, um, is, is it responsible uh, to tell two sides if one side's full of shit? Yeah, that I guess I, I was talking to this with somebody, and they said like it's journalistically accurate, but it's not necessarily responsible. Um, do what does that to, mean? Do what does that describe? mean? Well, like they I mean, followed they, the they, rules of journalism. They basically think, said, they basically had Molly come out as like this like victim of like the whole thing. The cookie, who by the way is very concerned with the Nestle deal, as which as previously mentioned it all goes back to this deal with nestle tollhouse strange as it is strange as it sounds well so adn um wrote an article that was largely based on an interview with molly blakely and And, and maria athens yeah but it's almost entirely quotes from blakely and and the the daughter and redhead ray Mm -hmm. but again mostly blakely um and uh yeah I, i think i would say it's really written from blakely's perspective and they really portray this as a situation. Um, I mean, they're very careful to say according to Blakely, but they portray this as a situation in which um, Blakely made an uh, you know a quote casual comment to Athens, who then ran with it and did something wildly inappropriate, uh, you know, with it. And they, according to the which ADN you, article, Blakely was you know trying to pull Athens back and which say, you, no, which you and, really you and I know, which you and I know is not the fucking case. We yeah. have we have audio recordings of Blakely admitting everything. And, and as we mentioned earlier, the claim that Blakely made to Athens, a Fox reporter, that an under, you know, potentially underage girl was Fox being sex ABC, Fox ABC. To, yeah, right. Um, to the liberal mayor of Anchorage. I mean, that, that is a crazy thing to tell a reporter and then expect to not have a reaction and, to and it. So. I mean, we, we have the um, – I got I to gotta play the audio of, of Molly. This is, from, this is sent from Ray, Redhead Ray. Now this is uh, sent to me from Redhead Ray, mm-hmm. okay, from from Molly. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this just just so we just so we just so we know what we're talking about here. Again, this is Redhead Ray sending a voice memo from Molly. This is probably Saturday, I guess. I'm guessing about Saturday. This was a voice memo she sent me in response to a voice memo I sent her, pretty much calling her a crazy bitch and telling her I didn't want to speak to her anymore. I'm not going to have this conversation with you with us talking over the top of each other constantly. I'm not going to listen to what you just did because I know that you're on a rant right now and you get upset and defensive and say things that you don't mean later. So with that said, we just need a few days to cool off. I love you. I was calling to tell you that I told the police that it wasn't him. I don't know what more to say. No one knows anything about us being involved in any way. Yes, what I told her triggered her. Yes, I apologize to you. I will apologize to whoever I need to apologize to, but that's on me, and I don't need you to tell me what to do. I'm a full-grown adult, and I can handle my responsibilities. I did not make it up on purpose. I didn't even make it up. You told me that, and I just added one and one together, and I made an assumption that was wrong and people do that sometimes and I know that it was wrong and I've taken full responsibility for what I have done wrong so I don't know what more you want me to do but I don't need you to tell me what to do that's for sure that that last line where Blakely says she's taken full responsibility for this is so wild considering she then sent a letter through a lawyer denying that you know this happened at all and and, uh, you got to think if Redhead Ray sends me all this stuff and the texts and everything she she must have given. I mean, she she had to have given it to the ADN. I mean, she is the by far the the, the most honest broker in this whole fucking thing. Red, I mean, red, redhead a, Ray, you mean redhead Ray? We got yeah. a mayor, we got a sex dungeon lady, we got a cookie lady. Well, to, we, to be we fair, sex, these, sex dungeon lady seems pretty credible too. She yeah. she does she yeah. does she does. But I'm just saying, like, 
and, and all if, if if I wrote down, hey, Paxson, here are eight people. Who's the most credible? I don't think you or I are picking, you know, the escort only fans model or the sex dungeon lady first, right? Mm-hmm. Most people aren't going to pick them first. They are the redhead Ray comes clean. You know, she is the reason the story is known. Um, she releases all this stuff to me in the text. You'd think she would have given it to ADN. Well, so I mean, I'm assuming I, she gave all this to ADN. I'll say one thing about the ADN article that I think it's reasonable for them to only use the source that, um, or I can understand why they would only use the comments that were made to them. And then basically they're saying they might've said, wow, you know, this is ridiculous, but we're going to, we're going to give this out to the reader to make up their mind about it. I mean, I think a lot of readers would read this and kind of realize that Blakely is not telling the truth. But I think the fact that Blakely said in the ADN article that like she said in her version that Blake, um, Athens got set off at the studio and she's like, it was fucking crazy, blah, blah. I think is what Redhead Ray said, and what, what makes sense is Athens really got set off, and the voicemail was from Kreiner's. But 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 Molly in the ADN says it was at the studio. And then she oddly, after that whole thing goes down, she even says in the article, she like still agreed to go to Kreiner's. Yeah, so she says Why that- the fuck would you... <laughs> if somebody did something so fucking insane in front of me, I'm running far away as possible from them. She actually says that she believed that Maria Athens was intoxicated when Athens showed up, but then she agreed to go to Kreiner's with an intoxicated Maria. After after she said Maria went off on the mayor. It doesn't really. I do have another, this has not been published. I don't think anybody's published this yet. Just, just to say we have it. This was another voicemail um, that was left to Ethan by Maria Athens after the first unhinged voicemail. This one's not nearly as exciting, but I just want to say, I guess Ethan must have called her back. And this is another voicemail, much shorter, that Athens left Ethan after the first crazy, crazy voicemail. Um, I'm not sure why you called me back to record me because you're the one going to prison. Bye. So, another weird kind of voicemail, but... I mean, I don't know, Paxton. I, I mean, I think you know, I you know, and obviously we have our own, we have our own kind of selfish, selfish interest here. But I think we got this one right by a long shot. And I think Defector, who, who, who got a hold of me, I interviewed them. The guy Chris at the end of it was just kind of staring at the camera. These guys are like in the East Coast. I mean, these guys are far away. They they also fucking got it right. In a kind of a different way, they they included some other stuff. But I mean, what do you think about the fact that like? And there was, you listen, I listened to, and you listened to the APRN interview with, mm-hmm. so the, the, the ADN article was Michelle Terrio Boots and Kyle Hopkins. And the Michelle did an interview with the APRN, the Alaska Public Media. Yeah, with, with Casey, I think. Yeah. Casey Grove. Yeah. And kind of just went on this, repeated this kind of theme of, of their article. Yeah, that, that Molly had just made an innocent, you know, comment, and then it got blown out of proportion by this reporter. Yeah. So, that, I mean, we that, have That's like, kind of the APRN, ADN um presentation of this issue yeah. and and i mean i to, you know to me at least I, and since we've been doing landmine for three years my thing is like look you know tell both sides but if if if, if one side's 90 percent fucking insane and one side's 90 percent like normal tell it tell it that way mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i see you're doing a little little computer stuff there. yeah i was just kind of like, looking like, up my it's, yeah. it's not always 50 50 right it's not always like half here half here it's it's sometimes it's like one side's nuts. Well, I mean, you got out and I'm going to give you credit too, for doing almost all the boots on the ground reporting on this, but you actually went out and contacted, um, 
all these people and collected all this media and got all these voice memos. And I think we, we were able to provide a very complete and very, um, very rigorously sourced. And um, we got, and we had the voicemail, the voicemail itself, which yes, I did. Yeah, I did that stuff. I got, I made calls on the peninsula. I talked to folks. I got the sex dungeon BDSM Northern exposure lady. She contacted me actually, but I, I made a lot of calls. I made a lot of, a lot of footwork here, but, but I, I think to me the, the, the voicemail from Athens to Ethan was like, that's what set this thing. That's what set this thing off to like a global. And now it is yeah. a global scandal. I mean, like it's been covered in UK, I think in Australia. I mean, it's been, it's been covered by media outlets all over the world. Yeah. And something I want to comment on, cause we already talked about um, ADN's response, which, you know, well incomplete was certainly journalistically responsible. Um, you, you would say responsible. Well, I, I, I would, yeah, I mean, it follows, would, it follows the rules of journalism. I, I think they could have done a better job at presenting the known evidence at that point. But um, but I think that I would contrasts... Say it was, I would say it was, tradition, tra- it was journalistic in a traditional sense. <laughs> okay. We I might don't be, know if I'd say responsible. We might be splitting hairs slightly here. But um, but I would contrast that with some of the conservative media in Alaska, which is which actually continued to maintain the pedophile oh, fuck. We accusations. Haven't, we, have, we haven't even gotten to that. I mean, do you want to talk about that now? Yes, I, yeah, yeah, sure. No, do you want to? No, I want you because no, really I'm biased here because I because I can't stand the bitch. So oh, and I say I, that not lightly. I, I don't support that language, but I. Well, you know, this uh, is Suzanne Downing, who runs this website, who who has basically doubled down on this stuff. Yeah, even which, after it was kind of come out as like like no, no inf- nothing to support it. Yeah, and I just want to say again, for uh, if this isn't abundantly clear, there is absolutely zero evidence uh, known to the public. Um, or otherwise that um, that Berkowitz had any involvement with any underage anybody in any way. Um, okay, so let's just set that as a baseline. Um, this uh, article in Must Read Alaska. Um, uh, folks, if you don't know Must Read, we have to go back a little bit. She was the one who spun up this idea in the summer that like Ethan like treated his restaurants. Pref- he has he's invested in some of these restaurants, and that you know. He, he like treated them, you know, with preference and the whole thing's like not true actually, but it got these people, these save Anchorage, open Alaska people very spun up on the idea that yeah. Ethan Berkowitz is kind of a corrupt guy who's like taking care of his own interests. Yeah. So this article in must read Alaska starts by saying mayor Ethan Berkowitz came and uh, I want to give a date on this article. Um, October 13, 2020. So it starts by saying Mayor Ethan Berkowitz came halfway clean on Monday after admitting that he had had an inappropriate messaging relationship with TV reporter Maria Athens. So just saying he came halfway clean yes, right yeah. there involves that there's some kind of secret thing that's... like And um, like she she knows, quote unquote, she knows. She doesn't know yeah. shit. She just says that. So the, the article continues to say... Um, she, referring to Athens, was readying to go on the air with the allegations on Friday when the station manager at the local Your Alaska Link Fox News affiliate told her no. The story was good, but she was in no condition to tell it just then. Okay. Insane. I, I just want to say, like, the, story, insane. the story was not good. The story, as far as anybody knows, is a complete fabrication by Athens. Um, and unfortunately, uh, Facebook, social media, um, Must Read's comment section, I mean, they're still flooded with these... Um, just horrible accusations of, of pedophilia against Berkowitz, um, which are, you know, for the umpteenth time, completely baseless and uh, really, really unbelievably. Um, I mean, I, I would say it's it's reprehensible to 
um, accuse somebody of pedophilia with no evidence. What did you say before? Extraord- extraordinary? Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. I think that's actually Bertrand Russell, so I, don't, I can't lay claim to that. I know, phrase, I know, but, I know, but you've said that um, to me before, and, and I just love that. You know, I love that. That's a very... You can't say create. You can't make crazy fucking claims like this. I that, mean, <laughs> that's the Jeff Landfield version of Bertrand Russell. There, um, I, one point I want to make here is that conservatives, I I think by and large, have been um, pretty uh, pretty aggressive about this message with uh, sexual assault or, or sexual impropriety claims that there has to be evidence. Um, so, for example, the Kavanaugh. Yeah, I mean Kavanaugh. For example, it was uh, that. That's a good example. Another good example would be. Um, uh, Betsy DeVos under Trump um, issuing new guidelines for um, sexual assault, uh, uh, dealing with sexual assault on college campuses. So they they did away with the preponderance or or suggested um, not using the preponderance of evidence standard and instead using a standard that uh, requires more more clear and convincing evidence. Um, So I, I think a lot of, you know, people on the left have been more aggressive about saying, um, the accusation should be believed by default. I think people on the right have been a little bit more in the camp of, um, hey, if you want to accuse somebody of a sex crime, um, Show proof. There, there needs to be proof. There needs to be evidence. You know, innocent, innocent until proven guilty needs to be the standard here. But then we have this unbelievably um, wild and totally evidence-free claim of pedophilia against Berkowitz. And I, I see a lot of the people on the right just embracing that wholeheartedly. And I, I find that very... Um, very well, I mean, discouraging. It's, it's just, it's just. I mean, hypocrisy run amok. in politics. Obviously, it's hypocrisy is, it's always there. I mean, it, it's it's a theme, but this this is such a wild, fucking yeah. crazy idea. Yeah, this this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. So so, the, so then Downing does another set of articles, including one today that basically. Let me pull that one up. This is this is this came out tonight. I guess. Pull this up here. This is this is. I mean, this is just. This is now. This is after Ethan's resigned. After we have a new uh, assembly chair to become mayor. This is after all this shit. All the scandals still kind of fresh, but it's over. It's all clear. There's an article um, titled "If It Wasn't Mayor Berkowitz, Who Was Alaska Politician Who Likes Kitty Porn?" And this is a headline of a fucking must-read article, which which just more feeds into this stuff like somebody's doing the kitty porn. Yeah. Yeah. Which is again, kind of this main theme of um, the, the QAnon movement that there are these kind of democratic cabals of, of child molesters who, who just happen to be Jewish a lot of the time. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, how do we, you know, I think, I think we've at this point, I think we've pretty much laid out everything. I don't think we left anything out. I mean, do we leave anything out? No, I, you know, I think one point that might actually be good to make here is that the only thing that's known for sure is that Ethan Berkowitz had an inappropriate text messaging relationship with a reporter. That's not a crime. No, it's not. And no, I would I would say that, and I've thought I've actually had a lot of discussions about this with people. And you know, I would say, I mean, we we have we have this website. We report on stuff, and everything we did, I think, we, was was great. I, I don't I don't regret any of that. But you know, generally generally broadly speaking, as a society, we love we love to we love to build people up. We love it. We love we build someone up. You know, and then and then and then I think we even love more to tear them down or watch them fall. And and um, I told someone that, 
somebody I really like and respect, and and the and the guys of kind of the scandal, and and I said, you know, wouldn't it be great if if Maria got help and the Cookie Lady got got help and got normal and and, and we forgave Ethan, and they told me something interesting. They said, you know, look, Jeff, how do, how do you portray yourself? How do you live your life? And we all know I'm very in the open. I mean, I don't pretend to be anything I'm not, right? Yeah. yeah. Ethan had a very specific image, public image, right? Mm-hmm. Very clean, very moral, very, right? And and he did something very fucked up. Well, wait, the, the I mean, challenged, it, well, you... Fucked up that challenged his image of this wholesome kind of guy. But do you think it's, it's so wrong or so weird for somebody who's wholesome to have kind of a, a you know a naughty text relationship? No, I no, I don't. No, I don't. Somebody, no. I, mean, I mean, I don't. I don't. No. Set aside the obvious. You know, we don't actually know the situation with um, Ethan and his his wife. I mean, it's hard to imagine that she was okay with this. But you actually, I mean, you don't really know. And I I saw a comment on Facebook that I thought well, but, summed but, it up I, well that said. Um, you know, Ethan sending naughty pics to an, another adult consensually, this is something that should really be between Ethan and his wife and their marriage counselor. And I I think there's something to that, and it's worth remembering that... Um, I agree, but, but 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 when she goes unhinged, yeah. I mean, if, if if the wife was involved or aware, and, I, and by the way, I know her and I respect her a lot, and I, you know, I was on a board for three years with her. If, the, if, if, if she was involved or aware, I mean... That needs to be said. I mean, the, the problem was from Friday to Monday, nothing was said from, from the mayor. Look, I, For three I days, I, people were like, what the fuck's happening? What's going on? What just happened? And then all we know is the first thing he said was, well, I was, I was like texting with this chick. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, what, what Ethan did, I think, shows catastrophically poor political judgment. Um, because regardless of what is okay within the boundaries of his... Uh, marriage and his adult life. I mean, that's just politically. That's uh, uh, that was a bad call. Um, getting getting involved with Maria Athens, but um, you know, good people do people do weird things in their personal time. I mean, wh- I mean, what do you think about the fact that like, and, and look, I got to be honest. We've had a little raspberry wheat. We've had a little fireball. I've probably had more than you. <laughs> do you that, agree with that? that? Thanks for pointing that out, because otherwise, Sabrina is going to accuse me of. Correct. Like drinking well, a lot of beer. That's landmine love. I mean, I, I think we're we're about two to one. We're, yeah. we're about we're, we're about one point five to one. Yeah. I, for the record, I've had one raspberry wheat. Here. I've had two and some fire. Well, you've had some fireball. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But um, where was I going with that? I, I had a I had a I had actually had a really coherent point there. I l- let me yeah just jump in super quick. I I'm not trying to defend Ethan's actions. Um, politically or, or categorically. And I, um, I'll disclose too. I've, I've worked for, I worked for Ethan, one of Ethan's, um, opponents in a mayoral race and I'm working for, um, somebody who's, uh, you know, trying to angling to take his job, um, the job he used to hold, uh, in, in April. So I'm not necessarily a natural ally to Ethan, but I, I think it's worth, um, I would say you like Ethan. I mean, you have no problem with Ethan, right? No, I've, I've no problem with him. I, yeah, and and he was set, and neither does a lot of Anchorage. I mean, he was set to receive a, you know, he and, he and Mara Kimmel, his wife, were set to receive this major um, shining star, shining award, lights. Uh, yeah, shining lights. And I, I, I would From say the that congregation, nothing, Beth Shalom, nothing that he did, it, if it truly was just a texting, kind of a private texting relationship that was 
some people might consider inappropriate. None of that, that texting relationship does not negate the things that he's done as a politician that people have admired him for. Um, so I think and, it would be really, I, I, I think, think it would we, be a, a big loss if people just say, well, Ethan, um, you know, he's, he's um, kind of assume that this trashes his legacy forever. I think um, we have to say that we're talking about a 10 year legislator, minority leader, the honestly presumptive democratic nominee for governor in 2022, if he wanted it, mm-hmm. it, it just kind of bothers me to the point where, you know, I don't know what Ethan's extent of Ethan's relationship with Maria was. I don't know if there was other, you know, I don't know if it was a lapse in judgment. I, I don't know if his wife, maybe his wife knew about it. You know, here's the thing. If he was like, if he would have come out on Saturday and said, look, I was texting, I was sexting with her. You know what? My wife and I have an open thing. I'm not saying they do, but I'm saying, you know, look, we, you know, we're all adults here. I mean, look at Trump, man. Look at Trump. Well, he's Jeff, pay, we paying off like he's banging porn stars, but you know, and, but, but but with Trump, nobody expects different. He's like a third third marriage. He's this kind of mogul, you know, and that's the difference. It's like if you're gonna like portray yourself as one one person in one image, you can't have it both ways, right? I, uh, I, I agree with you halfway on that. I, I would say that, like I've said already, it, politically it was a catastrophically bad. Uh, you would decision. agree that you would agree that none of us, myself included, up until about Sunday when nobody, but on the Berkowitz I, team got back yeah. to me. You would agree that we were like this. This guy is like a victim of like some crazy like reporter nut. I mean, no, I never mm-hmm. thought any of that just because I know him and there's there's never been a shred of like accusation or evidence of anything improper with him. But I think it would be a good idea for, for everybody to keep in mind that you can be a wonderful person. You can care about your family. You can care about Anchorage. You can care about your job. You can care about civics and you can still send naughty texts to somebody. I I mean, (laughs) it's not politically a a good call, but I think it would be. So do you think honest, honest question, you know, full, full, full disclosure here. I haven't discussed this with you ever. Okay. Do you think he should have resigned? I suspect that the calculus in his team that his team made was that he wouldn't be able to lead effectively for the remainder of his term. I think he would have showed up, uh, shown up to assembly meetings and found dozens of people screaming at him that he's a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I also think there's a chance there might be more out there. There is. There is, and we should hold that um, possibility in mind too. I'm ju- I'm making my like, judgments I mean, Ma- Maria, based on the information Ma- we have now. Maria could could have who knows what Maria's got. You know, she could be doing a daily dump. In fact, in fact, I have to read this tweet Maria put out um today. It's now been deleted, right? Was it mm. yesterday? Hold on a second. Let me pull this up here. So on 10:17, so that's yesterday, Maria Athens who was silent on social media did an interview with Must Read, apparently Alaska, did an interview with ADN. In a now-deleted tweet, Maria Athens said, why would at Mayor Mayor Ethan Anchorage, why would at Ethan, you know, his, his uh, Twitter handle, why would at Mayor Ethan Anchorage resign if there wasn't some truth to the minor sources allegedly, allegedly engaged in illicit behavior at Tucker Carlson? I, th- I think that's awful reasoning. Yeah. So uh, now there, it's there are now, all kinds of reasons he could have resigned. Now it's deleted. Um, yeah. So that's another whole reason of, of like why, the, the, you know, 
Like if, if Maria has this evidence, she needs to turn it over to the FBI. Maria Athens is obviously not equipped to handle the type of well, media she's, that she's, would she's, be needed. She's to... going to get an Emmy. I mean, she's going to get an Emmy. <laughs> I think that Emmy ship has sailed. Um, I mean, I, I yeah. just want, I want to end this thing. I think we've, I think, we, I think we've done a great job of like highlighting and, and, and trying to, you know, at least walk through or kind of provide a timeline for folks of what happened. I'm very, you know, excited or happy that we were able as the landmine to be a part of this, at least telling, at least telling the story. Right. Yeah. And thank God, thank God Paxson here is such a great kind of editor and adder and enhancer of my, cause look, look, I'm not a good writer. You're a pretty I, good I, writer. You've, no, you've I'm gotten not, a lot better. I, I can write, th- I can write words in English, the language of English. You guys can't see this, but Jeff is like making motions kind of like he's pounding on his yeah, keyboard. I, I can make words in English yeah. then I can make them sound kind of like interesting, but Paxson has this innate, innate ability to, to really, I call it, what do I call it? I call it, I call it Paxson magic. I send him something and I say, look, I need that Paxson magic. That's true. And you, I mean, so I think, I think, you know, between our team and Kale, actually, we got to talk about Kale. Kale did the review episode, which you and I were involved in kind of like editing that. Yeah. And he touched on a lot of the, these themes too. And, yeah. and, and he, he kind of killed it with, with, you know, cause there's, 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 there's like, there's, there's reading, you know, there's, there's like the, the, the kind of, um, reading, reading something. Mm-hmm. And then there's a watching something. So I think I think we killed it in, in, in like the you know kind of the the reading, but then Kale Kale's review actually really killed it in the in the kind of watching, for you know yeah. folks learning folks learn or see in different different mediums. Well, so we started with reading and then Kale did watching and now we're doing listening, right? So we're kind of covering I like, all. Three. I like it. I like that about you. <laughs> that's a Pax, Pax and Magic. Ah, that's a Pax. See, that's the Pax and Magic. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's a Middlebury Pax and Magic. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> I just gave a little shout out to your alma mater. Yeah, I'm a med kid. Love, I love that. No, but I mean, some people see, right? Some people learn by seeing. Some people learn by hearing, and some people learn by watching. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess seeing and watching is the same thing, right? Listening. Yeah. So seeing, reading, hearing, listening. Is that the three kind of ways people? <laughs> I think I think I, we did reading, uh, reading, watching, listening. All right. So reading. Is yeah, seeing, which was the article watching okay. re, well I guess we're kind of splitting hairs again but <laughs> anyways I think we we I think we anyways I think landmine has done a great job of like summarizing this weird story in a way that you know, anybody who wants to understand it could 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 kind of figure out mm-hmm. yeah I just really kind of hope this story is just over um, <laughs> it's just been kind of Fuck man, kind of it's like lot. again, Parks and Rec meets Tiger King. Yeah, we have uh, Mayor AQD or Acting Mayor AQD, Austin until, Quinn Davidson. Yeah, who who a lot of the you know folks have pointed out is the first woman and gay mayor of Anchorage at the same time, which to me that's great. But she's not elected, so you know I, I mean you know so celebrate that that part of it. That's fine, but. She, she's basically becoming a caretaker or somebody who's kind of assuming the you know, acting mayor. And that's a whole other thing of like, how, how are we going to deal with that? Like there could be a special election in January. Very unlikely. We're probably going to go to the regular election in April. Yeah. Ethan was termed out. So it's not like 
he would have had another shot. He was done. Um, and how does that work? I think they're going to have a regular election in April. The next mayor should take take office July first. They could move it up a little bit based on what the what the uh, legal opinion of the municipal manager said. But I think I think they're going. You know, why have two elections back to back? That's weird. Have the election in April. It starts in March with vote by mail, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I just hope to God the, the next mayor. I mean, we just get somebody fucking. I mean, I told I, you know, I told Bill Evans, who I know, who's running for mayor. I said, let's go full Warren, you know, let's go full Warren Harding on this one, a return to normalcy. That was Warren Harding's yeah. 1920 campaign, a return to normalcy. Was that actually his yeah. slogan? Wow. Yeah. After the World War One, after the, all the League of Nations, after all the stuff, got pretty loose then, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I think we could all deal with a little less Alaska Tiger King. In our lives right now. So what's your, I mean, what's your, I mean, honestly, what's your takeaway? My takeaway on all of this? Yeah, and the whole oh, fucking man. thing. I don't know. I kind of want to try those booze-infused cookies. I I heard the London fog is to die for. You know, I've never actually eaten at Kreiner's either. Really? Yeah. Dude, Kreiner's, yeah. and I don't even, you know, all this shit aside, Kreiner's is amazing. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's fucking great food. Yeah. I've I've heard that yeah. they don't have they don't have French fries they have American fries I've heard that they don't have French toast they have American toast yeah um my overall takeaway it's just too wild to have a single takeaway I mean I mean I guess what's your takeaway that that a scandal in Anchorage Alaska that started on a Friday resulted in an international scandal by Tuesday the following Tuesday you know weirdly it was kind of a just to have a little break from the national news about the presidency and COVID felt weirdly kind of nice. I I know, I know it's maybe sounds I mean, I have not, you know, for that week period where I was like in it, you know, I was like just fully, you know, fully inside and and like just kind of part of all of it, man. I just, like I said, I came, I came out of it feeling like I was coming off like a fucking Coke, like a week long Coke, like a 1970s Alaska, pipeline style coke bender did maria actually comment so you left a comment saying she was no she responded i mean i when i said cocaine's a hell of a drug and you left that comment on her original yeah on her original she responded you know i haven't done coke since grad school yeah that that was kind of a wild response she she had made other like she had she had actually made other responses to another comments like one person was like you know you're fucking fucking crazy bitch and she's like fuck you I mean, that was her, like her response. So, I mean, clearly Maria Athens needs help. I mean, she's, she, she, she's like mentally disturbed or she, something, something's going on with her, whether it's like you know, alcohol or pills or drugs or whatever. I mean, she, she needs I, help. I, I think it's fair to say she's experiencing some kind of crisis. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. <sighs> well, I mean, I, Paxson, I think we broke it down. I think we've done a pretty good job of, I mean, I just, I wanted to like break this shit down in the audio version. Mm-hmm. So we talked about this. We have audio, we have visual, right? So so audio can be either visual. I mean, so so you know, so like a video can be both audio and visual, right? Yeah. But this is an audio. Yeah. Nobody can watch this. They can, they can only hear this. Yeah. But they can read our article. Yes, that is true. Which we killed. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like the way that we ended the article, just saying. 
um, you know, this reporter's career is in flames. The mayor's resigned, you know, kind of leaving the city in chaos. You know, the, the Nestle toll house deal is in, in, je- question, in jeopardy. The Nestle, the Nestle deal is not, you know, sol- solidified right now. Yeah. And so. the only, the only person who really solidly, um, came out ahead, well, AQD, uh, Austin Quinn Davidson is acting mayor. And also, um, well, we didn't really. we didn't say that in the article. Yeah, but we we really said the only person who came out ahead here obviously is Redhead Ray. Um her OnlyFans apparently is on fire. Yeah. I've never been on OnlyFans. I've never subscribed to it, but I'm I'm actually thinking maybe I should, you know, get on that for Redhead Ray for at Angel BBX2 on Twitter. At what you do in your personal time is you know, between you and <laughs> Paxton Welber, this has been a great, great summation of events. I want to thank you for not just being part of the landmine and being my friend, but being a major kind of kind of part of of, of us getting this story out and, and adding your what I call Paxton magic to to my story, which to our story, which made it you know very readable and very fun and, and I, I I'd say very summarizing of of the whole wild Tiger King meets Parks and Rec incident. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah. Glad to always happy to help with uh, with landmine stuff. Appreciate that, Big P. I call him Big P because he's one we Big P. Probably just end here. All right, <laughs> folks. If you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, get a hold of me and stay tuned for the next one. Landmine.